very pleased right now to welcome our podcast critic for the day, radio host and comedian Vaughan Smith. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. This is a specially requested podcast critic by me because you, my friend, put me onto a podcast that I cannot stop listening to. And tell me how you found it. Well, it was one of those, um, I believe I stumbled across this, you know, when a podcast studio promotes a podcast and another podcast stream, the usual hosts come in and say, there's a new podcast and yeah. with here at the Ringer podcast network was the one at the time. And it was like, this is a, a one launching soon called 60 songs that explain the nineties. And I listened to the first one, which was uh, Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. And immediately I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is taking me back. <laughs> So many podcasts end up being about very serious things. Even if you tune into a comedian interviewing another comedian, they'll eventually start talking about anxiety and the dark times in their life and the problems with the world. But this is a podcast which is unashamedly, so far anyway, I've only listened to a few episodes, unashamedly just about great 90s music and the people who love it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very nostalgic. And it's interesting now, you know, all this music was all around when the internet was in its infancy. So if you wanted to hear a song and it wasn't on the radio, you were, I don't know, trekking on down to like Sounds Music Store. You and I were both from Hamilton. We probably stood at the same CD tower on um, Ward Street and listened to uh, Green Day albums in the 1990s. Um, uh, hey, look, look, I was Tandy's Hamilton East, mate, and don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoa, I do apologize. Uh, the, the bus from Morrinsville didn't stop there. We went straight to Centreplay um, and made a nuisance of ourselves in there. But, yeah, it's all like the songs that you remember and know and they just have been a part of our lives for, you know, some yeah. of them 30 years. And The host, and points, out how, the host points out how different the music industry was in the 1990s that um, – you would go to these music stores and you would often buy a CD. You would spend, in New Zealand, it was probably, what, $33 to yep. buy a CD with one song that you liked from the radio. That's a huge outlay and so different to how music is consumed, uh, consumed now. Yeah, it was that first single had to be the one that sold the album. The second and third single had to, you know, supplement it to just kind of keep it in the charts. But that, the, the first single offer was make or break for an entire album. You know, they might... If the first single didn't go well, never released the second or third and just let the album... Well, I mean, in saying that, he points out, Rob Harvell is the host, he points out some um, songs that became popular later on and, you know, drags the album and, and all the albums that band had released previously uh, right into the charts. He does that. He has a really good look at Nirvana and how... He always said he wasn't going to do the Nirvana episode. And then he came back. Oh, and he did the Nirvana episode because Courtney Love came on as a special guest. Oh which gosh, amazing! Yeah. So that's so. Would you like to just talk about the format of this podcast then? Sixty yeah. songs that explain the nineties. Well, it's a, a he. Rob Harvella is the host. He's a man of similar vintage to both you and I. Mm. Um, you know, he started the nineties as a kid, and he ended it as a pseudo adult, where we all thought we were pretty grown up at the end of the nineties because we were the biggest of the millennium uh and, and he just tells every song he weaves into his life in the 90s and where he was when he first heard it or where it became like an iconic road trip song the car he was in at the time he grew up in small town america which i grew up in small town new zealand so there's lots of like parallels about going to yeah. the big 
city and just how music shaped it and how, yeah, as you said, if you bought an album, that was your $33 that you had to listen to until <laughs> it, it was scratched or the tape stretched because it was such an investment at the time. Yeah, so plenty of nostalgia. Not all of the songs I know, and it's a pretty diverse list too, in case uh, people think that it's just, um, you know, one white American guy talking about the songs in his sort of slot. In fact, you know, there's grunge in there, there's Wu-Tang Clan and Radiohead and Oasis and Alanis and... What am I? Oh, I've just been listening to the Breeders one, which is what gave me the idea for the soundbite today. The Metallica episode I'm partway through at the moment, which I'm really enjoying. So there is kind of musically, there's something for everyone, but it is all unified by the fact that it was the music of, well, I guess for us, our teenage years, but um, for everyone earlier in their life. Yeah, and just before the music industry changed, you know, that it was the year 2000 when Napster and LimeWire started popping up, and you could get. Music for nothing, essentially, at the very risk of affecting your parents' um, home PC with a god no god unknown <laughs> amount of viruses. But you know, and and it changed the music industry. It, it didn't have millions and millions of dollars to spend on everybody's marketing anymore. And yeah, he and he ends every episode with a a chat with another reviewer specifically about the song that he's just been talking about. Yeah, I should say that uh, the host Rob Harvilla is a music journalist, so he really knows his stuff. In fact. You know, I, I, I regard myself as a music enthusiast and I love the music trivia and part of the reason I love it is because he knows 10 times as much as I do about any of these songs. And it's, I don't know if it's off the top of his head or not. He's certainly, it's scripted and obviously there is some research there, but it seems like just a guy who loves music so much and just happens to know all the stuff about the song he happens to be talking about. Yeah, he's been a music reviewer pretty much since he left school. He did journalism at college where he wrote for the student paper about music and has just done music journalism ever since. So he just has 20-plus years of amazing stories of concerts that he's been to and meeting the one-hit wonders who thought they were the next big thing that faded as quickly as they blew up. And, yeah, he's just a, a fascinating... And, Matt, he can tell a great story. Uh, do you have any favourite episodes? Um, I really like the Shania Twain episode. <laughs> But I was working at a petrol station in Morrinsville when that song was released and the radio station we uh, listened to, Y99.3, uh, played that song about every 45 minutes. <laughs> so it was burnt into my brain and it kind of it took me back. I could smell CNG and, and marine <laughs> diesel when I was listening to it. And, and just hearing the story about Shania Twain, who, you know, for a while lived in New Zealand and then the split with her partner and how he'd produced all of her big hits and... Yeah, that was really interesting. And uh, the Nirvana episode was fascinating, just listening to Courtney Love talk very fast and almost in, incomprehensibly at times uh, about her time with Nirvana and what it was like in the grunge scene in the 90s. Um, um, that Shania one, you, you note that there's a kind of a, a nice little piece of trivia that you only found out listening to the podcast. To yeah, the famous way Shania starts a song, you know, the let's go girls or the woo, they were all... She didn't know she was being recorded, and it was her way of getting into the mood in studio to really belt out these songs. And uh, the, her partner, who was the producer, would record it and play it at the start. And all the music industry people were like, "It is, it's got to stay in. It's got to huh. stay in. It's the, it's the mood setter of the entire song. The first syllable, the first noise Shania Twain makes, is sets the mood for the entire song. So yeah, I found that, that all those sorts of little tidbits about different songs fascinating. Have you finished all 60 songs? So it got to 60, and due to the popularity, he was asked to do more. 
So he agreed to do 30 more and make it 90 songs that explain the 90s. And then it was by the end, it was getting towards the end of the 90s. You could tell it wasn't going to end there. So I think he has <laughs> said he'll do 120 songs that explain the 90s. And then that's it. He's done. He's done with a decade. Love it. Thank you for putting me onto it. And nice to talk to you today. Oh, no, great to talk to you too. Thanks. Vaughan Smith uh, on podcast 60 Songs That Explain the 90s. As always with podcasts, you're allowed to listen to them anytime outside of 1 to 4 p.m. on weekdays.